morning. Welcome to King Worldwide. My name is Lisa. This is my dad, Roy. Hello, everybody. We have a great topic today and a great outline and a great message about the Word of God. Go ahead. What's the title? Okay. It's called Dominant Blessing Blocker. What would be the blessing blocker? Well, I know not being in love is a blessing blocker, but what else? Well, there are a lot of them, but uh, this is the one I think uh, really kind of touches most people. <laughs> and... Uh, because God wants us to live a blessed life. Yes. In Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, he expounds on the blessings he has already provided for us. And then namely, in this particular verse, it kind of covers it all. All right. This is a new translation for me. It's called the Christian Standard Bible. It's Deuteronomy 28, 2. All these blessings will come and overtake you because you obey the Lord your God. They will come and overtake us, okay? And he wants us to enjoy all good things that he has provided. He wants us to enjoy all good things that he has provided. Here's, here's the promise of that. 1 Timothy 6.17 from the New American Standard Bible. Instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited or to set their hope on the uncertainty of riches, but on God, who richly supplies us with all things to enjoy. Supplies us with all things <clears throat> to enjoy. So, if we want to play the odds and be the, uh, the most blessed people on earth, then I suggest that we make as our number one priority to willfully fellowship with Jesus. And I say willfully because I think sometimes we can do it out of compulsion, and and uh, we feel like it's something that we just have to do. We get to do is how I see it. We get Will, to be with them. Willfully fellowship with Jesus and focus on advancing the kingdom of God throughout the world. And obedience first. And that means whether we're preaching, we're teaching, whether we're financing other ministries like King Worldwide and Jesse DePlanis Ministries, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, and a multitude of other ones, if we are to finance them to go throughout and to preach the gospel all throughout the world. Now, <clears throat> if we want God's blessings to overtake us, we must activate our faith more than what we've done in the past. Two points. Here's the first one, and here's the first promise from God's Word. Romans 10, 17 from the New American Standard Bible. So faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. And remember, Christ is the anointed one in his anointing. So it's hearing the anointed word of God. Good. Thank you. The dur During the time that uh, particularly in this lockdown time. We're not locked down. <clears throat> no, but uh, we're, we're inside more than we have been. Is that... Uh, uh, Sally and I have taken advantage of it in the last month or so. The director. We got uh, we got a new a new translation. It's new for us, the Passion translation. And what it's so we've cute. Done, they each gave one to each other around Christmas. So yeah, cute. and what and what we've done is that uh, each day or each evening we take about an hour, and each uh, and we'll sit together and we'll <clears throat> excuse me we'll read it. She'll so read cute. some, then I'll read some. She'll I still don't some. know how y'all know when to go to the next person. Well, once you sit in, and I'll teach you. No, I'll let y'all do that. When, mm. and, and so we do that. And what's so cool, we've read the whole 
New Testament. So exciting. The whole New Testament. Out loud where both of us can hear it. And uh, so exciting. And what we've done is that I haven't, I haven't turned on, this has been two or three months. Hallelujah. I haven't turned on the, the news on TV, on anything on TV in two or three months. That's a, that's a hint. We should not watch anything from the news anymore. Well, the, it's uh, fake. It, yeah. And we'll, we'll, Lies. Because it's contamination too. So here, uh, the second point, Lisa, I mean, the first point, Lisa mentions Romans ten seventeen, faith cometh by hearing. And here's the second point uh, as far as two, uh, two scripture verses in order to drive it home. Okay, Mark 12, verses 30 and 31. This is from the contemporary English version. You must love him, God, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. The second most important commandment says, Love others as much as you love yourself. No other commandment is more important than these. Then Jesus says in John 13, 34, from God's word translation, Jesus says, I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other in the same way that I, Jesus, have loved you. Are we loving like Jesus loves? That's a very good point. And that is agape love. And that agape love was mm -hmm. what was deposited in us when we accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Oh, yes. Let's not um, confuse <clears throat> agape um, agape does not mean tolerate sin and evil. Agape means love the people. At the same time, stand up to don't don't participate with evil or wrong behavior. That that's where so many carnal Christians try to say, well, that's not you know if I'm tough or telling the truth, they get offended. Well, that's the problem. A lot of people were offended at what Jesus said. He spoke the truth. It's separating, dividing the truth versus the lies. And in those cases where you run into people as far as where that, that, that's an issue, then what you did, you love people, you might love them from a distance mm -hmm. because God's word says in Corinthians, he says, uh, bad association corrupts good character. Bad association with people corrupts good character. You still have to love them. That's the requirement. Ain't it? No ifs, ands, and buts. We still have to love them, but that doesn't mean that you go and move in with them. It doesn't mean that you spend a whole lot of time with them. It might mean that you don't spend hardly any time with them, dependent upon as far as where they are and what they're doing. The Lord will direct. Now, we mentioned these two things, increasing faith and love, is that that's how we activate our faith more than we've done in the past. And both, not just one, but both of these must be acted on in order to spiritually develop our faith more. In, in order to spiritually grow is that uh, we've got to do both of those two things at, at the minimum. Okay, let's say that, we, that uh, we are consistently studying and meditating on God's Word and we have significantly reduced the contamination uh, enter our mind through the telly or through the <laughs> or through social media or however that we've reduced the contamination which is natural thinking which is which is what Sally and I've done in our example as far as reading the passion translation we've reduced our our contamination well let uh, me put a plug in for Sally she's never watched TV never looked at magazines very seldom this is why her mind is so 
clear with the Word of God, and it's so exciting that we have an example in her. Sure, and and we're just trying to catch up. With yes, her. exactly. So we we reduce the contamination in our mind, and the blessing. Let's say all this, and the blessings in your life are decreasing, or staying even. It seems that way. What's the deal? I mean, I've said that more than once in my lifetime. What is the deal that's taking place as far as why it didn't happen? All right, here's the verse. Study this verse because it's the dominant, in my opinion, not my opinion, it's God's opinion because he says in his word, it's the dominant blessing blocker. Here's, here's the verse. James 3.16 <clears throat> in the New King James Version, listen to this, for where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. And I know your point was envy and jealousy. Well, strife. And strife. But yeah. that's not going to happen if we're not seeking. If we're seeking ourselves, that stuff happens. So self-seeking, if we if we just seek the Lord and, and lay down ourself, we won't be thinking about jealousy, envy, strife, because that's started from thinking about ourself. Sure. Most of, most of the problems that we have in life are focused on self. I mean, that's the bottom line. No matter how we want to slice it. All right. What I did, too, is that I went back to some notes that I made. This is a long time ago. And, uh, hmm. and jotted down, what's, what's the, what is envy and what's strife? Let's, let, me, let me give you this. This is from the pursuit of his presence. What, what date was it? Well, it wouldn't have. It's from different oh, places. Different, I just posted on a particular day. Sorry, I apologize. I mean, envy. What is envy? Envy is a feeling of discontent or ill will with regard to another's success, their advantages, or their possessions. Mm. Discontent or ill will. Somebody, mm. somebody gets a promotion at work, and you think you're doing, you're upset with them. Mm. You, you, you have ill will. Etc. Now, strife. Strife is a significantly higher level. Mm -hmm. It's vigorous or bitter conflict, mm. discord or division, mm. quarrel or clash. Now, what's this discord or division stuff? Examples. Well, let's go there. Let's go to Proverbs six. We don't have to read it. Go to Proverbs six, <clears throat> and God says that He says that there are six things that are an abomination to me or an outrage. Mm. No, there are seven, and the last one He adds is discord or division, mm. and what that means is that. One is what they're doing, they're, they're, they're creating division between themselves and other people or other family members or other friends, other associates at work or whatever, is that that division, people, people who create division is an abomination to God, and he says in, in Proverbs 6, he hates it. Now, Th think about this is that if there's a case as far as that uh, somebody is sowing division within a family, is that that's bad enough as far as that 
it's being sown. But if you have a member of the family that is being affected by the division, that is even doubly bad. Children or grandchildren. Because that person, that person doesn't really know probably that division is being sowed. And that's why I think that God said it's an abomination, it's an outrage, and he hates it. Because people, people in that in, in that example as far as so in discord division, what they're doing is that they're destroying other people's lives, maybe, maybe for a lifetime. Because the re recipient of that division, they don't know it at that time. They don't know any better. But it could be logged into uh, their mind and their being that it comes up later on in life is that they have an incident and it pops up and they wonder, they wonder as far as what's taking place and why, why that is. So when you're talking about a husband and wife and division, you know, I'm not married yet, but you can speak of the best thing to do. You can disagree, right? On sure. You can have different opinions based and you can go to the word, but when we choose to be married, it is for good. And we're not talking about um, division or divorce or anything. I'm talking about when we say, I do. So how do you handle when you and Sally might be at odds? And maybe, see, you've always been the leader of the family, but what if the person writing in, saying me and my husband, what is the, her responsibility to help support her husband? He's alienating me. Okay. Well, one of the things that we would do is that we would attempt to, this was, let's say, years ago, and it didn't happen much, but, uh, but, but it did, is that we would sit down, I'd make us sit down, and let's, let's talk. What's the problem? What, what am I causing the problem with you, and what are you causing the problem with me? Let's get it out on the table, you know. God says that we're not, we're not supposed to go to bed at night if, there, if there's wrath between us. So therefore, we're supposed to solve it. Um, yeah, but most people that I know are not going to be as strong as you. And they're, so what about someone isn't there? Yes, it's not God's will, but what if the husband and wife, they're not willing to get together? Can, can they just pray and intercede and just stay in the word? Well, what I was if saying. they're not willing to get what together. I said, years ago, that's what we did. And then as we grew spiritually, is that what we did, we had learned certain promises in God's word we had learned more of God's word and as a result what we did is that we would we both would go to that and find out what God's word said as far as that situation or what's taking place why there's you you can go to uh I believe it's one Peter in, yes in one I think Peter something three. Three. Seven, three, three, seven. One Peter three seven I think and it talks about it talks about harmony, mm -hmm. and the because I remember years ago when Sally and mm -hmm. I we were involved in a particular business, and that um, whenever I got my act straightened out, whenever I, I whenever I was right, she always was, but whenever I was right, we had harmony, better had better harmony. Our business always grew. Matter of fact, I mean, when you you lined up with Mom, you in the God's Word, or yeah, when when. When we lined up, she and I were on the same page. We were on the same page, whether naturally and or with, with God's Word. In most cases, God's Word had influence on us. So if it was natural, it still had God's Word that was involved in it. And so, uh, and other people experience the same thing. And I know other people who have spoken from stage 
talked about the same thing that they had learned, that when husband and wife, they were in harmony, that their business grew much faster than it would normally. And their life will be blessed. So it's about peace, no division. You know, we were talking about, like, if there's strife, we need to repent. If we're causing slander or strife, we need to repent. And doesn't mean our feelings, it might be hurt, but we don't live by our feelings, right? We live no. by what the Word of God says. And with, with if, that, But I'm just going to tell you, let's be real now. I'm going to tell you that uh, for feelings not to dominate, then what we've got to do, we've got to do these two things that Lisa just talked about, Romans 10, 17, and John 13, 34, is that we've got, we've got to get back to the point of growing our faith more spiritually. We, we've got to do that. Do our part no matter what. But on the same token, as we've said here, and that's why it's in the notes here, is that we've got to reduce the contamination. If you're spending an hour in God's Word and you're spending two hours watching TV or social media or whatever, guess what? You're falling backwards. Now, it's not because that what you see in the telly or if you see in... Or uh, social media. Or social media. It's not because that that is sinful stuff that they're saying. It's because as far as it's coming from natural... And here's the third point that I put on it. As a matter of fact, I forgot until right now. Glory to God. And that is, is that the, where does confusion come from? Satan. Yeah, and it's 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Woo! Is that, is that. Oh, I didn't know that up. Is, oh, oh. You don't have to. Well, I didn't want you to. It's Satan is the author of confusion. So when you hear, don't I'm, talking even that word. I'm, ta I'm talking about even sports. Is that when you when you watch sports? And most of the time, I watch sports no now audio. with no audio. Why? Because I don't want to hear any confusion. I don't want. I, I mean, I can watch them shooting the ball in the basket or hitting a golf ball, and I can I can. You don't I know need enough, their natural opinion. No, I, I know enough about it. I know whether it's good, bad, or indifferent or whatnot. So, the uh, the point that, and that's why I mentioned as far as like Sally and I over the last month or so is that we have taken the additional time that we might have put into social media and TV. We've taken that time and that we've gotten the Passion Translation, brand new for us, and we've read it virtually every day for about an hour combined, she and me, and as, as a result, we were killing two birds with one stone. Killing. Yeah. We, <laughs> it, it's because we were growing spiritually and reducing contamination. And that and is, growing together and praying together. Well, maybe three, maybe three birds. <laughs> yes, lots of things. Blessing the Lord. So, in conclusion, strife. I want you to listen to this. Take the last sentence that I've got here. Strife drops the shield of faith. Yeah. It stops prayer results. Yes. And invites Satan and his demonic spirits mm. into our midst. Now, catch this one, and we'll stop on this. Strife paralyzes mm. the power of God in our life. It's, it's that strong. It blocks. It and, just and paralyzes. That, and that's why that God said in Proverbs, he said he hates it. He hates it. And uh, and if God hates it, then I, to me, that's something I ought to get my attention, and it right. has. Thank you, Dad. Great message. I okay, talk it. to you soon. Have a great day. Stay in the Word. Lock.